cliffcentral.com. Let's turn our attention to Dr. Hanan. It's going to be okay. First thing on a Monday morning, we check in with our psychologist. We received an anonymous email asking for Dr. Hanan's help. Um, so, Doc, I don't know how you feel about these anonymous emails, but I suppose, you know what? These people are a little bit nervous to be, um, to be telling their story in public. And I think a lot of us struggle with what other people think. So maybe this is why this person has sent this to us. But anyway, here it is. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Just brace yourself. I'm as as ready as you can be. I'm in the process of doing my PhD. My biggest problem is procrastination. With a little bit of discipline, I know I can finish my thesis in the next six months. However, my problem is that I can never get started on my work every day. Weeks have gone by where I've not touched my computer. I've read all the self-help books and blogs and tried all the tips and tricks. I've deleted social media. I've tried to establish a daily routine, create deadlines for myself, but nothing seems to work. How can I cut this habit uh, before it's too late? And I think this is true for a lot of us, Doc. It's, you know, we, a lot of us struggle with how do we get started? Right. So actually, uh, believe it or not, excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Believe it or not, uh, discussing discipline and motivation is one of my favorite topics to discuss. My favorite, because everybody at some point lacks it. And you would read many self-help books and they will tell you discipline is key. Discipline is key for relationships, which is right. Discipline is key for your health, of course. Discipline is key for your sense of purpose and financial stability. You have to stay consistent uh, irrespective of how you feel. And that's the difference between successful and unsuccessful people. Unsuccessful people behave as they feel. So when they feel good, they do the right thing. And when they feel bad or demotivated, they give up and postpone Mm -hmm. it. Successful people act irrespective of how they feel. They don't take their feelings into account. They understand that their feelings are just like two-year-olds nagging and making them stuck in their comfort zone. So we don't pay attention to our feelings. We act consistently. But So all these books will say just act with discipline, act consistently, but how do you do that? A prerequisite for discipline, and everybody's going to highlight this, is a pre-planned blueprint or framework. My favorite term to use is blueprints and framework. And I use it daily with my patients and I execute it in my life because it's impossible to be disciplined without a framework. It's impossible. Your blueprint is actually the prerequisite for acting consistently. If you don't have a blueprint, you cannot act consistently. So, for example, imagine trying to build a house with a blueprint versus trying to build a house without a blueprint. Imagine trying to run a business with a blueprint. Imagine trying to run a business without a blueprint. Imagine going to the gym with a plan. Imagine going to the gym without a plan. A blueprint is what ensures that discipline is possible. But more so, the right framework and blueprint will ensure that you do it irrespective of how you feel. So I'll give you an analogy. Two people Mm -hmm. need to go to the gym. Person A, they've got a blueprint. Monday, I've got a personal trainer. I paid them six weeks in advance. Tuesday, friends coming over. We're going for a five-kilometer walk. Wednesday, so on and so forth. Person B, they're going to wing it. If they both wake up on Monday morning and don't feel like going to the gym, the only one that's going to go to the gym is the one 
with the pre-planned blueprint. A blueprint mm-hmm. is what allows you, makes sure and forces you, forces you to behave irrespective of how you feel. And therefore, highlight this, the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is unsuccessful people trust themselves to behave because they have to. Unsuccessful people trust themselves to behave because I have to. Of course, I'm going to go to the gym on Monday because I have to. Successful people don't trust themselves because successful people understand that sometimes I'm mature, sometimes I'm immature, sometimes I feel like it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm an adult, sometimes I'm a child, sometimes I'm going to build, and sometimes I feel like breaking everything. And therefore, I can't trust myself to behave on Monday morning, and therefore, I'm not going to lean on me. I'm going to lean on the pre-planned blueprint to force me. But then I people will it. say, right. it's very important. Hold on, hold on. I want to go over that again because I think a lot of people uh, heard it, but they didn't want to internalize it. So successful people don't trust their intuition and their, their, their ability to follow a plan. They actually have to force themselves to. Right. Unsuccessful people go, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I know. I, I can trust got myself. This yeah, I got this. I got this. And then they end up not doing it. Right? Of course. Of course. Absolutely. So unsuccessful people just, of course, because I have to do, of course, I'm going to go to the gym on Monday. I promised myself New Year resolution to lose weight and go to the gym and do this and do that. <laughs> successful people go, I don't trust myself because I don't know how I'll feel Monday. And therefore, I've got to let the blueprint force me. But here's a, an important key that we have to remember. People will say, Bachanan, shouldn't you want to go to the gym versus be forced to go to mm-hmm. the gym by the blueprint? And the answer is six weeks later, you're at exactly the same spot. So if somebody, if I want to go to the gym for six weeks or somebody forces me to go to the gym for six weeks, at the end of the day, I'm going to get on the scale and I'm going to see the same results, which will motivate me to do more. So don't worry about wanting versus being forced. Create a framework and a blueprint and a method and a system that forces you to behave irrespective of how you feel. And I'll mention one more thing, just one more thing, because I think this is important. The more difficult a discipline is, the more specific and well-defined the blueprint has to be. The easier the discipline is, the more general and pixelated the blueprint can be. So for example, take a gym fanatic, somebody that's uh, whose health is and going to the gym and staying fit is part of their lifestyle. If you give them a very general blueprint, go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they'll outdo you. They will go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, twice on Friday and twice on Saturday. They'll outdo you because that discipline is so easy. But if you turn to somebody that's never seen a gym in their lives, they're overweight, they don't know what health is, and you give them the same blueprint, go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, forget it. It will never happen. For them, you have to be well, much more defined with your blueprint. Monday, I'm coming to your house. I'm packing your bags with you. Tuesday, you better wake up at 7.30. I'm knocking at your door. Wednesday, I've got a personal trainer that paid that we paid six weeks in advance for. You have to be much more defined with your blueprint the more difficult the discipline is. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Bakabantu, I can see you nodding along. You agree with all of this, right? Makes sense. Yes, no, no, no. Yeah, it makes sense. What Dr. Hanan is saying, just hold yourself accountable, guys. And then who? who, Like what? Uh, How do you eat an elephant? Sticky for sticky. Piece by piece. (laughs) (laughs) You need a blueprint. This this makes sense. 
yeah. So, so how did you lose your voice? Oh, I went to the rugby on Saturday. It was epic. <laughs> it was epic. It was so epic. Were you, were you shouting and, and, and screaming at the top of your lungs or did you catch something? No, no, I was shouting and screaming like a little girl, like everybody else <laughs> in the park. <laughs> Lovely. Beautiful. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice. So I hope um, whoever it is that sent us that email is sorted now because uh, Dr. Hanan is right. You need to draw up a blueprint and stick to it. And, you know, mm. I, again, this is by no means advice, but um, there's a writer that, that I admire tremendously who says, even if you just write bullshit, sit down for half an hour and write, even if it's terrible, uh, you have to do the discipline of actually Getting the thing started. You can't you can't sit around and wait for something to happen. You have to have a blueprint. You have to sit down and make a plan of action, just like you would draft a plan for building a house. And people will say, you know what, guys? People will say, oh, my God, but so, that's so much hard work. And my answer is, well, welcome to life. Yeah. Life is hard work. Yeah. You know, the reality, yeah. guys, the reality is having a terrible relationship is hard work and having a good relationship is hard work too. Having a terrible health is hard work and having amazing health is hard work too. Having a terrible job is hard work and having an amazing job is hard work too. You choose your hard. There's no shortcuts. Who are these people who are telling children and each other that life is easy and it's meant to be easy? Who are these people who are telling people that? Because they are they they should not be trusted. They are liars. They're liars. They are liars. They're liars. Generation, Gareth. Gareth, what have I told you since last week? This generation is entitled. Guys, I absolutely <laughs> like, and it's worse than that. And you know what? Mm. It's worse than that because they're creating so much heart, heartache and disappointment and depression. Because if you want an easy life, stay in your comfort zone. And what happens in your comfort zone? Depression. That's the definition of depression, staying in your comfort zone. So as much as they think they're doing good by advocating an easy life, they're actually advocating depression. Right. Yeah, and things things will fall apart around you slowly if you just sit in your comfort zone. You you to be comfortable, you're going to have to neglect certain things. And those things catch up to you in a big way. And eventually like you're is, you're in a state. What Leanne is saying is basically I don't know if you've ever heard, I don't know if it's a parable or a or a saying, but like about a frog. How do you boil a frog? You don't throw it in hot water. You, you, you slowly, you put it in normal water and you turn up the thing. The frog will never jump out of the water because it will keep adapting and being in comfort until it dies. Yeah. So no, these people are, yep. Yeah. Oh, I loved hardcore Dr. Hanan. Like after rugby, yeah. post Dr. Hanan, rugby all the time. Yeah. I love this man. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, uh, what, was, what was it like on Saturday? Must have been a hell of a vibe. You know what? If people think that South Africans don't have unity, sport completely unites us. It was an incredible, incredible experience sitting with literally 55,000 other strangers that you don't know, but there's a sense of connection, and that is the team. And uh, win or lose, obviously, we thrashed them, but win or lose, it was such a great experience to just be united, don't care about age and sex and gender and color and race. It was irrelevant. Everybody just came together and everybody was one. It was actually, it was actually amazing. You actually lose yourself in the moment. It's actually amazing. That's beautiful. You know, that's the kind of thing that uh, we need to, we need to pay more attention to because we, we pay attention to all the bad news every day, right? And we, we have this predisposition to look for the bad. 
And actually, if we did more things like that and we participated in stuff like that, we'd be much happier people. Yeah, for sure. There's so much there's so much negativity going around, but I guess that's sensationalism. You know, you open the newspaper and it's all the bad stuff. But we forget the good stuff because the good news don't sell. So, of course, all the papers and all the articles are going to write about the bad stuff and what's going on in a negative light. And it's not to ignore the negative things, but there's a lot of positive things as well. The And certainly going to these live events, it just reminds us certainly me of the unity and how together we can be for sure. Dr. Hanan, thank you very much. Have an awesome week. I hope you get your voice back because it's going to be horrible for your patients if you sit there going. <laughs> Sign language. Yeah. Gareth, I need to ask a personal favor. Go ahead. My, my mother holds you in such high esteem. You know, whenever I drink my tea, she says, how can you drink tea on the Gareth Cliff show? It's so professional. So I said, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. I drink tea on the Gareth Cliff <laughs> show. Yeah. Tell your mother to butt out. Got nothing to do. <laughs> Tell her this is not, this is none of her business. Uh, she's, she's not on the show. You are. <laughs> I don't care if you drink tea. Leanne's drinking tea. Bagabantu's got tea. You got tea. I want people to have a happy time. Get on the show and uh, deliver, and you can drink whatever you fucking want. I'll tell her. <laughs> All right. Thank you, thank you, uh, Doctor Hanan's mom. All right, everybody, have a happy uh, have a happy day with Doctor Hanan. Next week, Monday, we'll have some more, and there's some really, really helpful advice from him there about blueprints. Thanks, Doc. We'll check you out next Thanks, week. Guys. Ciao.